What's up everybody? Thanks for tuning in. It's uh, Thursday, December 5th, 2019. Uh, how you doing coach? What's up man? How's everybody? Looking Good, little... I hope. Yeah, no doubt, no doubt. You're looking a little tired. I know you were working hard over the weekend getting this gym together. We all did. A lot of people showed up, man. It's looking nice. It's coming out yeah. real nice. Still a little bit of work to do, but it's looking real nice. Yeah, 90% of it is still ready. Done. All the major stuff. The, yeah. mats, are, the mats are on the ground. That's what matters. <laughs> now we got to get the, the heavy bags up, and we're set. That will be it, yeah. So you, you didn't... You were so busy over the weekend, you didn't get a chance to watch any fights. No. Uh, I caught a couple. There was a good, there was like I was telling you earlier. There was one. It's uh from one of the uh, one of the uh, promoters out in the UK. Uh, normally, I'm gonna be honest with you. Normally, I don't watch those those fights because I'm not real familiar with the uh, with the fighters. But on Sunday, when I woke up. Uh, I didn't get to catch any football because I kind of overslept a little hungover. A little. <laughs> just a little. Just a little hungover. Nah. So since I How do you measure that? What, what's that? <laughs> how, do you, I was saying, how do you measure that little hangover, <laughs> uh, medium hangover? Or By whether or not oh. I get up to throw up, if I can eat, <laughs> uh, if I'm able to eat, uh, yeah, things like that. Little little measurements like that. But So anyway, so since I missed the football games, I... Uh, I just got on and, and uh, started to watch some archives of some fights that went on on Saturday. There was a uh, Butave and and uh, Besputin. Uh, I hadn't heard of either fighter, uh, but Butave, B-U-T-A-E-F, V. I mean V, B-U-T-A-E-V, Butave. Uh, he was he was the champion. Uh, and uh, I, I don't know, uh, the WA welterweight. He was a WBA welterweight uh, champion, and uh, you know he he was. It was a good fight. It was a really good fight. Uh, Best Putin was was definitely uh, staying to the outside, moving to the side, and doing all the boxing. And uh, Utrev was was. Uh, was just coming forward, being a pressure fighter, and uh, Best Putin was looking really good. I, I, it's that he was fighting a style I, I like. You know, when you're on your toes, you're moving, you're jabbing, in and out, in and out. But he was working hard uh, to win those early rounds. And, and whenever you see something like that, you know the question is always, yeah, he's winning now, he's winning early, but can he keep up? Can he keep that that up that activity for the entire twelve rounds? You know, because because Butaev was he was coming forward. He was he was the whole fight. He was coming forward, putting pressure, putting pressure, and he was landing some shots too. So Best Putin, you know, he didn't. He was working hard not to stay in front of him because he knew he he could get hurt. And he and he he got shook a couple times. He got shook a couple times. But I tell you what, he surprised me, man. Not only did he keep it up for twelve rounds, it seemed like he got. I know he was tired. I know he was tired. But when he had to suck it up and dig down deep and work hard to keep moving and, and keep away uh he did he did and, and he wasn't running he was moving off to the side moving off to the side throwing you know throwing his little combinations in and out in and out and uh and because of, of Butev's pressure 
it just made for a good fight. It, it was a good fight. I, like I said, I almost didn't watch it because I saw it was a UK card. And, and like I said, to be honest, I usually don't watch those. But <laughs> but uh, I'm glad I did because it, it was it was a really inter entertaining fight. Um, and then they also had uh, Frampton on that card. You remember Frampton? He fought uh, Leo Santa Cruz. Uh -huh. He fought her twice. They split. I actually went to that fight here at the... Uh, MGM. I got lucky and got tickets for that fight here at the MGM where Santa Cruz won. It was that was a lot of fun. Uh, I'm a fan of both fighters, Frampton and, and uh, Santa Cruz. Uh, you know, uh, McCrary, his opponent McCrary was tall, and uh, I've never seen him fight. But you know, they were saying he was really good. He had you know good record, and and uh, but he didn't throw any punches. He made it easy for Frampton. You know, you don't need to make it easy for him because the guy's already good. But when you don't throw any punches, and and you let you let Frampton come in on uh, Carl Frampton come in on you and hit that body, it makes for a long day. And that's exactly what happened. Frampton just just walked him down, walked him down, just kept coming forward because he didn't have to worry about getting hit. McCurry just wasn't throwing any punches. He was 16-0-1 going into the fight, uh, so he knows what he's doing. He just for some reason he he didn't fight tall. He he. He let Frampton come in on him, and and, uh, and and that's what Frampton did. So it just kind of made for an easy night for Frampton. But uh, speaking of uh, Frampton's former opponent, Santa Cruz, we were talking about it last week after we got off uh, off recording, and, and I had asked you if, if you had heard what uh, Gary Russell Jr. Uh, did to him. Uh, you can see it on YouTube. Uh, Gary Russell Jr. Uh, somehow uh, went up to uh, Leo Santa Cruz's father uh, in a dressing room somewhere. I don't know where they at, where they were at, because Santa Cruz wasn't wasn't with him. And uh, <clears throat> the video picks up with uh, Gary Russell Jr. kind of grab, uh, not forcefully grabbing, but you know, touching uh, Santa Cruz's father's chain, and and Santa Cruz's father doesn't speak English. You know, and he's an old man, and and he was saying, "You like, you like," and Gary Russell was like, "Yeah, yeah, I like, I like." You know, and he's 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 filming them right there, right, right, you know, shoulder to shoulder with with Santa Cruz's dad, and then as he's walking away, he's he's talking into his phone, video videoing himself, saying, uh, saying, "Hey, stop ducking me. I can put my hands on him." Come see me before I go get your father. That's that's, that's you know. I when I saw that I got oh when I saw that I I just I I flipped out and then I'm thinking Santa Cruz needs to go whip his ass. But it's, now I'm thinking you know what? He's calling you out because he needs you more. He needs you more than you need him. So why why give him that payday? Make yeah. you know what I mean? Why give him that payday? Just the the you know. Tr don't even give him that fight until you absolutely have to. Don't somebody, even give him that fight. Paying to touch your mom or your dad. Yeah, like, that motherfucker, you're lucky you're still walking, right? After, yeah, can you get any? After you make a threat like that, putting a hand on your, on your dad or your mom. Can you get any more personal than that? Well, you know, that's that's when that's crossing the fucking line right there. That's when you get your boys back and you say, the, hey, you know what? Days, yeah. That's when you yeah, get your boys and you say, you know you what? Take care of this motherfucker. Yeah, oh, I will. Yeah, that that's dude when. To go up to his dad like that it was just like I said. You can see it on YouTube, man. You just type in Gary Russell Jr. Leo Santa Cruz, and you, and you can you can see that it, it was just not cool, not cool at all. Um, 
There's uh, another fight. There was uh, oh uh, the South African, the bantamweight champion Tay Tay, and Cas- uh, Casimiro. Um, WBO fight. Uh, Tay Tay was actually supposed to be in that tournament that uh, NOA won uh, against uh, Nonito Donaire. Mm-hmm. Remember that? Yeah, is that so? It's true. He wants a rematch. Well, yeah, he wants a, Nonito wants a rematch, uh, but Tay Tay was actually supposed to fight Nonito in that tournament. But he had to pull out because he had a shoulder injury. So uh, Donaire ended up advancing, uh, advancing to to fight in uh, in anyway. But uh, I'm glad he did because that made for a great fight. I, I still, that was a great fight. I, I'd love to see those two uh, go at it again. Still love to see those two go at it again. So, but uh, yeah, uh, Casimero. Uh, it, it, it was kind of a boring fight you know they were both kind of real cautious uh, in the first and second round and then in the third round uh, Casimiro caught Tay-Tay leaning forward and he kind of you know when when, when Tay-Tay uh, leaned forward Casimiro kind of caught him with like a half upper half hook type thing and put him down and he got up and when he got up you can tell he still wasn't his head still had some cobwebs in it, and uh, he got caught. He went down again for the second time, and I'm thinking, oh, the referee's going to stop it. No, the referee let him come up again. He got up the second time, and then this time Casimiro jumped on him, and he maybe only got about two, three shots, and then the referee finally it's like, hey, jumped in and stopped it. So Casimiro ended up uh, becoming the new WBO bantamweight champ. Like I said, they were and they were hyping Tay Tay up uh, going into the fight, uh, but Casimiro did well. So now Casimiro wants uh, NUA right now. That NUA, I hope I pronounced it right. NUA, right now he's in the bantamweight division. He's he's the one everyone wants. He's he's the little phenom out of Japan. So he's good. He's good, but I still want to see uh, him and the the Filipino Flash go at it first. And then of course there was the. This is the uh, yeah, you you watching it? This shit goes beyond, beyond yeah. any, any sports shit. Like, I don't know why Lil Santa Cruz, man. Like, Dude, he hasn't said anything on it. I, yeah, He's just like, I haven't heard not one word from him from his camp. So, you know what they say, you got to watch out for those you don't that don't say anything. And those are the ones you got to be careful. He's, he ain't going to say nothing. Nobody's going to say nothing about my pops. Though. Yeah, that was totally... Cro- well, it's not even that he said it. It said he was right yeah, there like next to him, you know what I mean? Like, right I'm there next to him, filming it. And he was right, right there. And he's like, Ooh. yeah, that was it. That just 
it gave me a it gave me a sick feeling inside, you know what I mean? Where my, my stomach just turned. I, I, Shit, I'll rush some of them. Yeah, no, you're, you're 100% right. That's just, that's crossing the line. Then we had uh, one more fight. Yeah, the Oscar Valdez fight. You know, Oscar Valdez, he's the one that's trained by, uh, he's the new uh, golden, what is it, the golden goose for <laughs> the golden boy? Yeah. He's, he's, uh, Golden Boy Promotions uh, baby right now. They're they're really taking care of him. They really like him. But like I said, there's tensions between him and, and uh, Valdez's trainer, which is uh, Reynoso, uh, Canelo's trainer. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, so there's, there's you know, we talked about a couple of podcasts ago that the Canelo's camp and, and uh, Golden Boy aren't, aren't really seeing eye to eye right now. But uh, no, this fight made for a couple uh, uh, talking topics, uh, both before the fight and after the fight. Before the fight, because uh, Valdez's original opponent Guterres didn't make weight. But not only did he not make weight, <laughs> he missed it by eleven pounds. Oh, what's he doing? By eleven. <laughs> Pounds. What was he doing? <laughs> Bob Aaron was so pissed off, he kicked him out of the hotel room. Yeah. He, he kicked him out of the hotel room. The crazy thing about that, see, I'm wondering... What weight class are they? Uh, they are uh, lightweights, junior lightweights. <sighs> you know, and, and uh, yeah. <laughs> and the thing is, is a, a I guess they... I'm, I'm wondering if he just, for some reason, for some reason got scared or something, and... and and that was his way of quitting, backing out, because I, from what I understand, they started weighing them 30 days out. Okay, 30 days out, they did a, a weigh-in. And he was like, he was either two, three pounds, uh, I can't remember if he was two, three pounds heavier or lighter, but he was right on, two, three pounds, 30 and days out, he's right there, okay? 11 pounds. And then they, they weighed themselves uh, a week after that, and he was right on weight. Then they weighed themselves the week before he was underweight, like two pounds. So he was right there, man. He was underweight, two pounds. And then the night before the fight, 11 pounds, 11 pounds over. He just did it so, so, he, so he that fight would not happen. Yet. So something happened. Something happened, and he, he just, to me, he basically quit that one. Because he, he was right for a month out, for three weeks going into the fight, he was right on weight, right on weight, <laughs> right on weight. And then... I guess and it wasn't that he was over two, three pounds. Eleven pounds. That is nuts. <laughs> that is nuts. So they ended up getting uh Adam Lopez. Adam Lopez was coming into the fight at thirteen to one. Uh remember Oscar Valdez is a uh Olympic medalist for Team Mexico. Mm. Well the last the last fighter for Team Mexico to get a medal in the Olympics is Adam Lopez's father. Oh. So uh so that made for a little storyline. But, uh, yeah, so Adam Lopez stepped in. He had like 30 hours notice. And uh, he, he, I had never heard of him, never seen him. And let me tell you something, this kid can box. Yeah. This kid, Adam Lopez can box. He he was, I, I, I don't think Oscar Valdez knew who the hell was called. Oscar Valdez knows him. He know he kind of grew up in the same stable with him or whatever. Uh, but so Oscar Valdez still looked surprised at what Lopez was doing to him. Lopez was outboxing. Lopez looked 
real good. It was a no-lose situation for Lopez because he's a last-minute replacement for an up-and-coming star. So he's basically you're supposed to lose because they're setting up the up-and-coming star. But he ended up doing so well. That's all everyone talked about. No one was talking about Oscar Valdez's uh, performance. Everyone was talking about Lopez's performance. So, you know, he he, he made out like a bandit. It, it was... It was it was good. It was good. Uh, the other talking point of this is because he was doing so well. Uh, he was doing so well boxing. He looked so beautiful. I mean, he was he was moving. He was in and out, using that jab, throwing nice combinations. Um, seventh round, uh, Valdez landed an overhand right, and uh, it shook him. Lopez was shook, uh, but. You know, he, he was still, he was, you know, trying to dance around, dance around, get away from it, get away from it. And then with about seven seconds left, uh, actually, Lopez actually went down. He got up, like I said, and then he's trying to stay away. You know what you do, you, it's toward the end of the round, you know you were shook. So he got up and he's trying to dance, stay away, stay away. Uh, it's about seven seconds left, Valdez jumped on him and kind of threw a flurry, but it wasn't a real... He didn't. He wasn't like sitting down on him. He wasn't sitting down on those punches, and it wasn't like, like uh, Lopez wasn't not protecting himself. You know, it's just it just wasn't that big of a deal to me. And the refs jumped in and stopped it. And I, I everyone was going nuts because they were like, that was too early. But everyone, everyone was just talking about as good as Lopez looked, as good as he as good as he looked that whole fight. And he didn't look like he, you know, he, he was he wasn't wobbling everywhere, and he wasn't stumbling. That that fight never should have been stopped. I, I I felt bad for the kid, but like I was saying earlier, it doesn't matter because he looked so good in those seven rounds. And all everyone talked about was his performance. He's gonna yeah. get another fight. He's gonna oh, get yeah. some. He's gonna get some good fights. So good for him. You know what I mean? He, you know what? He made the most of his opportunity, and he took advantage of it, and he did well. So so good for him. Uh, so no, it was it was some pretty good, some pretty good boxing uh, boxing going on over the weekend. Like I said, one of the cards I just kind of I'm glad I uh, tuned into it because I wasn't going to, and I ended up ended up being uh, liking what I was watching. Uh, the other thing going on, uh, some you know I don't know little boxing news. Um, Mikey Garcia uh, confirmed that Eddie Hearn. Uh, approach him with an offer to fight uh, Jesse Vargas. Yeah, but he he says he wants to fight. Uh, um, well, that's just it. But Garcia wants to fight. Actually, he wants to fight Pacquiao. Oh yeah, Pacquiao. That's he wants to fight Pacquiao. He wants to fight Pacquiao. Um, so I, I get that's where Mikey's pushing it. But yeah, uh, but uh, what? Wait. I'm guessing it's gonna be a welterweight. A welterweight. It's got to be welterweight. It's got to be welterweight because Pacquiao he's too old to come down any more than that. But you know, what was what, what did Mikey fight Spence at? At welterweight. At welterweight. See, that's, that's too heavy for him. That's yeah. too heavy for him. It already showed that he's got no answer for for those heavy hitters. Like, why would he be thinking that that he can get uh, unless he's just going unless, unless he's, he's just going, going be, for money now? Oh, he's trying to time him. Just just maybe, yeah, maybe he's thinking he, he maybe can, they think they saw something and with uh yeah just trying to copy. He's slowing what, down. Yeah, maybe, but man, fucking fuck out. Because Mike, that that. that that weight looked too heavy for Mikey. That weight just looked too heavy for Mikey. Why doesn't he just fight freaking? Uh, uh, I mean, I know it's not that easy, but wait for Loma Lomachenko to come up because he's a little, uh, he's still a little 
lower than a uh, little lighter weight, right? Yeah, Mikey, yeah. But like I said, then there's that Jesse. Well, you, I see, I know Jesse personally, so, you know, I, I, I'm, a, I'm a Jesse like fan. I'm a Jesse, I'm a Jesse yeah. fan. Yeah. I, I, I always root for Jesse. He's just a good person yeah, like outside him. of the ring. But, you know, Mikey, Mike, Mikey's got a lot of, uh, he's got a lot of possible opponents out there. And, uh, you know, and Jesse's just a Jesse's one of those fighters. Unless you follow boxing, you really don't know who he is. But then all of a sudden, when he gets in there, you're like, "Who is this guy?" He gives everyone trouble. Yeah, he's good. He gives he's everybody good. trouble. You know what I mean? And and he has some wins there. And he can surprise you, man. Yeah, you know, I still get upset when I think how he was robbed against Broner. He beat Broner. He beat Broner. He got robbed on that one. So you know, that, that was and Mikey Garcia. I mean, he's talking like like he beat friggin' uh, what's his name? The one he just fought. Like, Errol Spence. Or like he put up a good fight. He didn't put up a fight at oh, all. Spence. Spence. He was putting hands on him like. Not, I mean, Mikey Garcia was right there not to get knocked out. That's the only thing. I think if Spence wanted to, Spence could have knocked him out in the later rounds. And it, yeah. I, I think in the last two rounds, I I think, I honestly think Spence kind of, took the the his foot off the gas yeah and not bit. to risk uh, uh, anything from he was still yeah. respecting mikey's uh power i don't know why because he showed that he didn't have nothing like no nah, that was not, a, not that he doesn't have the power but he mikey didn't come there to win that was a total one-sided fight yeah, i, I like, think at most at most in its reaching i could have gave mikey maybe the first round Maybe the first round, you know, because Spence is just filling him out. At that I would, point. I, I gave him more, you know, Bronner when he was it Bronner? Who? No, no, that's Adrian Bronner. What's the other one that fought? Uh, uh, the same uh, Errol Spence the last time. Who, who's his last opponent? I don't remember. Uh, it's not Adrian Bronner, but it's the, it's the other brother. He, I mean, there was a dog fight. It was pretty good, like for. Oh, men. you're talking about uh, Showtime Sean Porter? Yeah. That's my boy. I yeah, love that's Porter, what I'm man. Like he. He should he should be the one talking about give me Pacquiao give me something because he you know he showed more that Mikey Garcia what the fuck did he show at that weight class nothing like he just looked like a botter like he's always in good shape and to me it's like why'd you gain weight like that just like I mean can you just hire a freaking you have money enough money to hire a, a nutritionist and and a, a strength training coach so that you can build a little bit a little, at least a little bit of muscle he can you remember seeing him. He came like with a bloated stomach. Yeah. He yeah. came with no muscle at all. It was all just food, whatever, whatever the fuck he ate, and and he had enough time to to jump those cats. Yeah. So to me, it was like I didn't like that the fight at all. I was like, go back to to those uh, weight class, or at least one one lower right class. Down. Yeah, yeah, I think somebody else, but don't be calling Pacquiao. Now, to me, it, it, it pisses me off a little bit because he's just looking for the money, but he's looking. He thinks it's easy. And I don't know why he's looking at Pacquiao like that because Pacquiao showed that he can. Dude, his last people. two fights, he's still. Yeah. He, you know, everyone. Was, that's what everyone was talking about. It's like, how's this old man still doing it? How's this and old man still doing it? And knocking down people. His, he's, he's, he's still uh, and defying what his age. Did? Nothing. He just got got bitch slapped. He got. He got. Yeah, that, that, that's that, it. That's all that happened. He's got a chin, but still. Dude, speaking of uh, Showtime, Sean Porter. There was uh, reports of. Uh, of maybe a fight with him and Crawford, Bud Crawford, Terrence Bud Crawford. Oh, I want to see Crawford against, against, uh, we just talked about him. The one that beat both. Uh, Errol Spence? Yeah. Errol Spence? That's a freaking fight for me. That's the one that gets me excited to think about. Uh, Crawford, come on, he's a champion. They don't talk about him. He is the champion of all of them. Now, t- uh, Crawford posted on his, uh, on his Twitter account, uh, he said, uh, 
he posted a picture of him. It he made it look like him and Floyd were facing off against each other, and uh, he said, uh, "2020, why not?" So, oh yeah, with Mayweather. Yeah, with Mayweather. Uh, yeah, so I he, like that one too. So he wants some of Mayweather. So, but they, well, he's gonna have to come up and wait, or I don't think Mayweather will come down too. Or Mayweather won't come down. He's you know he'll stay right there at one fifty four. He holds all the cards. You want to yeah. fight? You want to fight? You have to wait. I say. Yeah, that. I mean he does. He's done that to everyone. Yeah, he did it to Canelo. Him, he did it to good. Oscar. He did it. To, that's good. Hey, it's part of the game. That's what, that's yeah. what you got to do. But yeah, so Crawford's calling out Mayweather. Uh, that's what he needs to do because he's too quiet. He's wasting too much time, yeah. man. He should be active. And like I said, uh, Mikey wants Pacquiao, but then they're approaching him for a Vargas, a Vargas fight, and then uh, then they're talking about Spence and and, uh, and my boy Showtime, Sean Porter. No, uh, no, no, no. They just did that again. Uh, not Spence, uh, Porter, and uh, who did I say it was? Uh, uh yeah, yeah, uh, uh, but uh, uh, Crawford. Crawford, yeah. yeah. Yeah, Crawford. I think, I don't know why they keep dodging Crawford. Yeah, Crawford and, and anyway, Showtime. Keith Shumper. Herman should go against him. Even Pacquiao should go against him. Uh, uh, Earl's Pence. They're, uh, they're all in welterweight, right? They're, they're, yeah. There's That's there's big. one thing about that lightweight and welterweight divisions. There's always so many potential good fights there. Yeah. Always, always. Man. Yeah, but I don't see nobody nobody talking about uh, yeah, uh, Crawford at all. Because it all. says here... Uh, Bob Arum said that he brought up a Spence Crawford matchup to Al Heyman, oh. and Al Heyman's uh, response was they would definitely make it happen in 2020. Oh, that's, that's, a Spence Crawford fight, yeah, 2020. Yeah. But that was before Spence got in the auto accident. But still, you can make it for late he 2020. Yeah, he rolled his. He rolled his. Uh, uh, he's got one of those exotic sports cars, and he was in <laughs> Texas and rolled it. Uh, there's pictures of him on the internet, but from you know after the accident, where he's all kind of bloated. But. Uh, yeah, no, a lot of potential, a lot of potential fights you know, going on, and then uh, the USC has uh, announced two big fights: uh, McGregor and Cerrone, mm-hmm. Cowboy Cerrone. Uh, well, McGregor is the biggest star in UFC, so anytime he's involved, it's going to be a big, a big fight. But uh, against Cowboy, who's one of the most exciting fighters there is, I lo- I'll watch any fight that guy's in, because yeah. you know, no matter what, it's going to be a fight. Until he gets put out, he's fighting. Yeah, it's so they're making it out to be a. Uh, what's what's his uh his whiskey? Yeah, yeah, I remember the name, but I know he's got some whiskey. So uh, they they put the whiskey on his side and then a can of Budweiser on a cowboy side. But you know, think about this: McGregor's lost two of his last three MMA fights. He hasn't fought in what two years. And they're gonna fight at welterweight, which in UFC is 170 pounds, which I think favors Donald Cerrone. They're fighting at 170. At 170, I think that favors Donald Cerrone because his last couple of fights he's had to come in at lighter weight than that. He looked so you know, as you get older, it's harder to to lose that weight, so you can. You can just see it. You just look sucked in. You looked a little dehydrated or whatever. But now at 170, he doesn't have to worry about hey, that. If that's if that's if that's true, I want to know why. Like, um, <laughs> maybe it's obvious, but um, you know, even Machida. How come they they were fighting a, a light heavyweight? Now they go down all the way to one. Was it 180? 180. 
Yeah. Then I think, yeah, right. How can they do that? Uh, the older they get, they well, get smaller or what? No. <laughs> Is it the juice that yes. they were carrying before? Yeah, it could be. <laughs> yeah, yeah, that very well could be. Man. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, nobody Some can do those, that in boxing. It's the opposite. What do they call them? The Mexican supplements. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> the Mexican supplements. Yeah. Oh man, I'm Mexican. I don't. I don't. Well, no, I get. I get heavier. Because <laughs> well, the the tortillas. Oh, I'm telling you. And then the uh, the other fight they announced was the Khabib and uh, Tony Ferguson. Now I'm more excited for that one than I am for the uh, Cerrone McGregor fight. Which one? The, the Khabib and uh, Tony Ferguson. Oh, yeah. Queen. That fight's gonna be, that fight is gonna be ugly, man. Cause Ferguson is a beast. So much cardio. That guy does not get fired, uh, tired. I should say he does not get tired. He's he's a brutal striker, and dude, he's got some ground game too. He can, you know, he can go to the ground. And and uh, you know, I, I was listening to some a couple other podcasts, and they were talking about the. Uh, who the fight because the fight's going to be in New York so they're wondering if it's the same fight doctor that did the uh, the Masvidal Diaz fight because you know how he stopped it because of that cut Diaz had oh yeah, yeah, yeah and they're thinking this fight's going to be even bloodier and they're like this doctor's going to lose his mind if he can't handle blood oh, I gotta change like, yeah so <laughs> I'm, I'm actually more excited for that fight than I am the, the uh, McGregor uh, Donald Cerrone fight but uh, no that's too big that's one thing about like I said, I, I, I like boxing. Boxing's, boxing's my, my favorite. But uh, one thing about UFC, man, they put their stars to fight right away. They don't mess around. Yeah. They, they put their stars to fight right away. And uh, that's so it's always great. It's great for the fans. So is a, is a fight uh, Chavez against, uh, uh, what's his name, still on? Even though Chavez in... Yeah, in, yeah. In, so as far as I know, because I, I just saw some... Uh, I just saw some... Uh, post uh on his twitter daniel, he's working out daniel with uh, daniel jacob yeah. yeah he's working out uh what's his name uh, not daniel jacobs but uh chavez chavez is working out with freddie roach i don't know why freddie roach is even wasting his time with them right <laughs> i money. i just money yeah i'm, they I'm sure pay money. Probably gonna say, All right, give money i know you're gonna do whatever you want anyway. yeah I, somebody I, else is gonna do it so let me put yeah. the money in my pocket well i, I I guess you got uh, some students coming in. It's time to do some Muay Thai training. But real quick, real quick, uh, we got the Ruiz Jr. and uh, Joshua. And Joshua fight. What do you think? In Abu Dhabi. Hey, it's hard to tell, but, you know, uh, I still believe in Ruiz. I think it was not a fluke. You know what I mean? He, he has his number, and even he's lost, what, about 10 pounds? He's gonna come in a little lighter, right? That's what they're. Well, I heard a report saying that that he's kind of lying about that. That he's not coming in lighter. Either way, he has fast hands. Either and way, he, he has fast hands. He, he was working a lot with with the trainer. I see like a lot of uh, footwork, footwork, right? I, and I heard I heard uh, another report that Joshua is actually gonna come in a little lighter as well. That's what I was listening earlier too. Uh, yeah, you know, I mean, at the end, it's gonna be. It was, because Anthony Asha has already got that in the mind. He remembers all those shots. So if he hasn't been able to get over it and he gets touched a little bit, just a little bit, that kind of just put him back to where he was at the seventh round and then just this time really stay on the mat. I think the key is uh, Ruiz Jr., he has to uh, he has to get on the inside because he's a smaller fighter. He has to get on the inside use those fast hands because that's, 
that's his uh, his strength is his fast hands. So he's obviously got to get in, and Joshua just has to be smarter and fight like his corner was telling in the last fight. You got to use that jab, use that jab, and keep him on the outside. If Joshua just fights tall, if he fights tall, keeps him to the outside. I'm gonna say it's. I'm gonna say if, if Joshua keeps him to the outside early and is effective keeping him on the outside, I'm gonna say, in the later rounds, Ruiz gets desperate and starts jumping in, and that's when he's gonna get caught. Right. That's when he's gonna get caught. But if Joshua doesn't, you know, if Joshua doesn't use use his reach and fight tall, eh, guess what? He might get caught that left hook again. Because those fast hands, Ruiz got fast hands for a big boy. It's going to be deja vu. Fast, yeah. So, <laughs> excuse me. Uh, I think I'm going to say, if I got to pick one, I'm, I'm God, I hate to say this. I'm going to go with Joshua. I'm going to go with Joshua. But don't get me wrong. I got a box full of Snickers at home to eat during the fight. <laughs> and and the ingredients for some noodle Sunday morning to celebrate from that hangover when I party because <laughs> of his win. So now with that with that being said, uh, everybody, thanks for uh, thanks for listening. Uh, if you wanna, you know, we're always asking you to uh, get involved in the conversation, and uh, so please do. You can send us an email with your questions or comments or whatever uh, at fisticpod at yahoo.com fisticpod at yahoo.com so send us a message questions anything uh just get involved in the conversation and we're on all social media fisticpod so twitter facebook uh instagram uh, shoot us some messages guys and then uh if you need to get a hold of coach uh for some muay thai training or questions you can come get, to uh, um, Cascal Jiu-Jitsu, right? Everybody knows where the economy is right here. We're on Flamingo and Sand Hill, right where the Smiths. Smith Shopping Center, Sand Hill, Flamingo, Las Vegas, Nevada. Uh, or just send them a message on one of our social medias or the, the email. And uh, once again, thanks, guys. Uh, uh, see you next week. And uh, eat some Snickers. Go Ruiz. <laughs>